Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's recap week 13 next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers, flying solo Sunday night of week 13. And in a season that has been defined by injuries, unfortunately, we have a lot more injuries to deal with coming out of week 13 than we had coming in. And there were some pretty significant ones. The most significant one, unfortunately, Tank Dell, one of the best stories in the NFL this season, third round rookie who had emerged as a must start fantasy wide receiver. Suffered a broken fibula and he will go. He is expected to be placed on IR and is likely out for the season. Nico Collins had a massive day uh, for the Texans. Nine catches for 191 yards and a touchdown. Only one other player on the Texans even had more than one catch. That was Brevin Jordan filling in for Jordan. uh, Dalton Schultz, excuse me. And Brevin Jordan, someone worth adding on waivers. Noah Brown. Probably worth adding on waivers, but he did not do much in his return from a knee injury. So I think this is a situation where Nico Collins looks like the clear number one in Houston. They they had kind of bounced back and forth between him and Tank Dell lately. I think it's Nico moving forward. He's a must-start fantasy wide receiver, and there will be someone else in this passing game every week who matters. It's just the way it's going to work with C.J. Stroud at quarterback. It's just a question of whether it's going to be Dalton Schultz regularly. It's going to be Noah Brown. You know, Maybe John Mechie has a chance here down the stretch to step up, but none of those guys stepped up on Sunday, so we don't know who it's going to be. Uh, we also had Derrick Henry leaving with a concussion in the fourth quarter of this one. Tej Spears played every snap after Derrick Henry left the game, and this is a situation where there is no question what you do. If you lost Derrick Henry, if he misses week 14, you're going to add Ty J. Spears and you're going to start him. He is going to be a top 15 running back for however long Derrick Henry misses. Maybe he misses no time. You end up blowing a bunch of your fab budget on a guy who is going to just be a role player. But if Derrick Henry's out, Ty J. Spears, with the role in the passing game, with the fact that he's looked really good, had 75 yards on 16 carries in this one, mostly after Derrick Henry left the game, He looks explosive. He looks electric. He looks dynamic. Whatever uh, quality you want to ascribe to him, he's got it. And it's clear that the only reason he fell in the draft wasn't a talent problem. It was an injury concern looking in the long term with those knees. But right now, Tejay Spears looks like a really good player who looks like a very, very, very valuable fantasy option for Week 14 if Derrick Henry's out. We also had Ramondre Stevenson, unfortunately, leaving with an injury. And this is another one with an obvious beneficiary. It's Ezekiel Elliott. He's just not nearly as exciting as Tajay Spears. At this point in his career, he's probably not as good of a playmaker. 
playing in a terrible, terrible New England offense. The stat that I'm going to use a lot is uh, the Patriots were five-and-a-half-point underdogs this week. The Chargers scored six points and covered. You can do the math there. This is a very, very bad offense for the Patriots. There's not going to be a lot of touchdown opportunities, but whatever's there, Ezekiel Elliott's going to get them if Ron Mondre Stevenson has to miss the rest of the season, and it sounds like that's possible. So, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott's someone who's going to be a high-priority waiver-wire target as well. Uh, Brian Robinson left with a hamstring injury. They're on a bye in Week 14, the Commanders are. If he's out in Week 15... Antonio Gibson could be a top 20 running back. So that's another name to keep in mind. Chris Rodriguez, much, much lower end option, I think. DeAndre Swift left briefly in the fourth quarter. We'll keep an eye on that one as well. Uh, Jalen Hurts left in the third quarter, came back. Unfortunately, we can't say the same thing about Kenny Pickett and Derek Carr. Kenny Pickett suffered an ankle injury, actually aggravated an ankle injury. Sounds like he might need surgery, could miss two to four weeks as a result of that. So his season might be over, Kenny Pickett. Leaves some interesting decisions that the Steelers are going to have to make. They looked great in Week 12, the first game without Matt Canada. They looked pretty terrible today against the Cardinals. Now, there were a lot of uh, extenuating circumstances between Pickett's injury, two different weather-related delays, a lot of bad weather in Pittsburgh, but big step back for that offense as a whole. And then Derek Carr took a big hit. Suffered a. He's in the concussion protocol. He's got a back injury. He's got a shoulder injury. This is the Potentially, if it's a confirmed concussion, which I haven't seen yet, it would be his second concussion of the season, third time he's left a game because of a shoulder injury as well. So I think we're going to get see Jameis Winston in Week 14, and that, that comes with positives and negatives, as, as you all know from the Jameis Winston experience in the past in Tampa. But he's got a 6.1% touchdown rate since getting to New Orleans. He's got 7.1 yards per attempt. He's a very good deep thrower. Yes, he's going to turn the ball over. That's going to be a problem. That's why the Saints don't trust him as their starter. But I don't think this is necessarily a step backwards for the offense as a whole. It's just a different form of frustrating for the New Orleans Saints moving forward if Derek Carr does have to miss time. Uh, Tyler Higby was evaluated for a concussion. Puka Nakua left in the second quarter with a rib injury, but he was able to return, still played a big role after he returned. He's the clear number one wide receiver. Uh, for the Los Angeles Rams at this point. Cooper Cup didn't really do much. He found the end zone, thankfully, but had under 40 yards again this week. So that's the situation there. Amari Cooper also left with a concussion. We're five and a half minutes into a five-minute podcast, and we've only talked about the injuries from Sunday's games, unfortunately. That's just the way things are this week. Uh, and that's all the injuries that we have to talk about. So very quickly. We'll go through some winners and losers. We usually like to focus a little more on that on Sunday night, but the injuries have to take precedent. Make sure you listen to the full episode of Fantasy Football Today on your podcast feeds for a more in-depth breakdown of Week 13, heading into Week 14. I think the biggest winner's got to be Devon Achan. Uh, he came back from that injury, and we didn't know what to expect from Devon Achan coming back from that knee injury. He played, I think, four snaps the last game he played coming off of IR. Suffered a setback with that knee. Well, they didn't seem too concerned about it. 17 carries, 73 yards, two touchdowns in this one. Also had three catches on four targets for 30 yards. I think he's a top 12 running back the rest of the way. There's a lot of injury risk here. We're talking about a guy who didn't really have like gigantic workloads in college. He had good workloads, but not like 350 touches like some guys you see. Um, he had an injury in the preseason. He got got through three games before suffering an injury. 
uh, as a significant part of Miami's rotation. So there's clear injury risk here. I don't want to downplay that. There also might not be more than five running backs with more upside. There might not be more than two running backs with more upside in fantasy, the way Devon A. Chen has played this season in that Miami offense. So if you've got him on your team, he might lead you to a championship. He might get hurt. If he doesn't, I think you're going to be very, very happy you've got him on your team. And I think the other biggest loser, it's got to be Austin Eckler, who just has not looked the same. There were a couple of ugly, weird drops in this game, which is definitely not something that you expect from Austin Eckler. Um, Just hasn't looked explosive, hasn't looked dynamic in this offense. 14 carries, 18 yards, two catches for nine yards. In this one, the the passing game role, especially two catches last week, had five catches for 32 yards the previous game. But that's three straight weeks now with under double digit fantasy points for Austin Eckler. This is a guy who, you know, we thought I certainly thought at least was going to be a top five running back yet again, even when he came back from that injury. And that just hasn't been the case. He's averaging under three yards per carry since coming back from the injury. 0.64 yards per contact per carry, ranks 40th among 43 running backs with 50 or more carries since week six. It's all bad. I mean, there's not much positive to talk about with Austin Eckler. This offense just hasn't looked very good. I think he's probably not 100% healthy. I think this Chargers offense is clearly lacking in playmaking talent. And today, there was some bad weather. New England's a decent defense. There are some excuses you can use, but... This team doesn't have deep speed. Nobody's opening the, the offense up. And so every drive has to be five yards to Austin Eckler, 10 yards to Keenan Allen. They've got to do that 12 times to get down the field. And it's just, it's really hard to have a successful offense. And I think Austin Eckler's really being held back by that. In addition to the fact that he's just not playing well and doesn't look explosive and all that. Those are the biggest winners and losers for me. For more, make sure you check out the full episode of Fantasy Football Today, like I mentioned earlier. And we'll see you tomorrow. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.